Hey, running friends. Welcome to the Wrinkled Runner podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. On today's episode, I'll be talking about goals for the new runner. For most new runners, uh, not all but a lot, learning to run means using some kind of couch to 5k program or one that has you build up to running 30 minutes straight if you've never done that before. Once you reach that goal, there are different directions that running can take you. I usually have goals that include racing, although that isn't for everyone, but you can still have a goal to run 6 miles even if you don't run a 10k race. Also, maybe you want to work on speed. It's better for me if I do have a goal because then I can find the motivation to get out the door. It's just easier to do. For those who race or want to race, having a goal for a certain time is pretty common once you've been racing for a while. Now, while it's easy for me to say I want to run a sub three-hour marathon, our goals have to be realistic for where we are now. If you just ran your first 5K or you can run for 30 minutes, as a coach, I would probably not take on someone that wanted to run a full marathon at that speed unless that goal was a few years out. When you set goals for yourself, they have to be something you can actually do. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up for disappointment over and over again. Now, we should definitely have goals that are beyond what we are capable of at the moment, but we need to have the understanding that it may be a few years down the road and some hard training before we get there. In order to reach big goals, we need to start with smaller ones. Reaching the ones we can in a shorter amount of time helps us get some wins, which can keep us positive as we gain on the bigger ones. So how do you figure out what kind of goals you should have? If you want to start racing, think about what you are capable of now either using an online calculator or a previous race or whatever, however you're going to figure out your paces. Completing a Couch to 5K or 30-minute straight program means you are definitely ready to race a 5K. Now, unless you're superhuman, the goal here should not be to win the 5K, but to complete it, to have fun, to get that first race under your belt. Get the t-shirt, get the medal. So you can start there. If you look up 5K races and put in your hometown, I'll bet some will come up and more and more their racing is starting to be uh, quote unquote normal again. So hopefully there are a few 5k races out there for you. There's a website you can use called racefind.com to enter search information like city, state, mileage, whether you want to do a 5k or 10k or half marathon. And there are of course other sites like that as well. If you race your first 5K and love it and want to do more, you can sign up for another 5K in about two months' time or so. I mean, everybody's individual, of course, and start training to complete it a bit faster. So then you're going to add in some speed work to your runs and other workouts. And I'll link you to some in the show notes that you can start adding in once you reach that 30 minutes or 5K or however your start to run program ends. So you're going to start trying to pick up the pace a little bit. You're not trying to shave off a ton of time. You're just trying to make it a goal to run the next 5K a bit faster. So then after that, maybe you're going to start focusing on racing 5Ks and getting better and better in that. Or maybe, like my daughter-in-law, she just completed a 5K and now she wants to complete a 10K. She's building up slowly, using a plan, and once she reaches the 10K distance comfortably, she wants to train and run a half marathon. 
Because of where she is in her running, she's planning to run walk her first half and then train to be able to run for an entire half marathon about six months afterwards. So her ultimate goal for 2022 is to run a half marathon without walking, but she's tackling it with reaching smaller goals. Not only is she motivated because she knows there's a race coming up instead of just like sometime in 2022, she's able to experience the fun of reaching those goals quicker. Say though you don't want to race. Maybe you want to become a runner that covers 40 miles a week on average. Hopefully it's obvious that reaching that kind of mileage takes a while, especially if you're going to be smart about it. Remember, only add 10% of your mileage a week. So if you're running 10 miles a week, you can figure out how to add distance so you're running 11 miles the next week. You can see how having 40 miles to be your goal will mean it takes you a longer time to achieve it. You'll get there if you remain uninjured and consistent, but you won't have a lot of wins before if that is your only goal. So maybe break it into chunks or add to your goal. Make 20 miles a mini goal or start to train so you're shaving 10 seconds off your average pace per mile while you're upping your mileage to reach that 40 miles. Another goal a beginning runner may have is to start running four days a week consistently instead of three. Whatever you're thinking about, don't let other runners determine your goals. Running is very individual and you may hear someone talk about what they do or are shooting for and want to make that your own, which is fine if that's what you really want, but make sure it is attainable for you and something you want to commit to. One of the great things about the sport is unless you are an elite runner with sponsorships and earning money from your races, your biggest competition is actually with yourself. Comparing ourselves with others can be tempting, But most of the time, we are just wanting to be better than we were the day before. Make your goals a reflection of you and where you want to be. Since I have a running website and I talk about my goals, they are written down. You may not have to write them in order for them to be real to you, but if you keep a running journal, why not just jot down a few? Do you want to run for a longer period of time? Write down, I want to be able to run for 60 minutes by October. Then research how you're going to do that. Online coaches are plentiful if you want to go that route. If you get one, they're going to ask you that question anyway, so you may as well have a good answer. Are you going to get a book to help you or a website? Just don't go willy-nilly. A little research will help you safely reach that goal. If you need help figuring out what resource to use to help reach a specific goal, send me an email at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com and I'll try to help you. There's a link in my show notes too to the email. The more specific you can be about what you want to do with your running, the better able you will be to reach that goal. And having one will give your running direction to take it forward. After finishing a Start to Run program, you might be confused as to what to do next. Thinking about it for a bit and coming up with something concrete will point you towards the next plan and keep you in training. Many people finish the Start to Run program and then peter out because they don't have anything to check off. And if you're new to the sport, you may not know where to find out what to do now. Formulate a realistic goal that fits you and then research how to get it done. And then after you reach some beginner goals, you can start to focus on ABC goals related to getting better. An A goal is the lofty one, the one you would love to do but maybe aren't quite there yet, but you're training for it and you're going to strive to hit it. If you miss that one, there is the B goal, the one that stretches you, but is one you could do if everything comes together. You're injury free, your training has been going well, and you're psyched to try for it. Running a sub to our half marathon was a B goal of mine a few years ago, and I did it. I didn't realize I also hit my A goal in that same race, which was to win my age group. 
So sometimes you can be going for your B goal because you know that's something you can attain and then you actually hit your A goal. So having a bunch of goals or you don't have to have a bunch, but having some goals means that you're, you're going to have some wins, some motivation. You're going to have some direction in your running, which is going to really help you keep at it and keep going out there. So then there's a C goal, and that's one that you are fully confident you can do, but you're still going to feel fulfilled reaching it. A lot of runners structure goals in this ABC format, and I always have an unsaid D goal in my back pocket as well, a goal that I can do easily and is something that I can fall to. Since a lot of my goals are tied to racing, my D goal is when my race is going horribly. I feel yucky, I want to quit, or it's just a bad day. I can bring out my D goal and that motivates me to keep going and at least do that. So when I ran the Chicago Marathon, I had run um, a, a 409 Buffalo Marathon in May, the May before, and the Chicago Marathon is in October. So my, my A goal was to run a sub four hour marathon. My B goal was to PR, which was to run faster than the 409. My C goal was to um, run like a 415, somewhere in that range. And my D goal was just to run out, have fun, and finish in a sub 430. So that day I was behind a lot of runners. I, I was never used to racing such a big race. There were like, I don't know, 38,000 something people. And so I would be able to run, 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 run. And then I'd get caught behind a whole bunch of people. And then I'd have to like dodge and weave and get, walk, walk my way through. And I had to stop and go to the bathroom, which I've never had to do before. The line was really long. I think I waited in line for, it had to have been 10 minutes. My GPS wasn't working right. And so I didn't really know even where I was or what time I was running or anything like that. Anyway, I ended up running a 418. So I did not hit my A, B, or C goals, but I did hit my D goal. I was happy with that because my D goal was to at least do it in under 430. So with all that being said, now you have homework. <laughs> so go think about a goal or two and write them down. Even if you're at the beginning or in the middle of a Start to Run program, start now to think about what you want to do beyond that program when that program gets done and write those down. So this week's website focus will help you go beyond the 5K if that is a goal of yours. So I'm going to give you two sites to visit. Both are to train for a 10K, which is six miles. Well, 6.2 miles. One is from Hal Higdon and one is from Jeff Galloway. So visit them both, check out the plan, and see if that could be your next goal. Next week, I'll be talking about running mantras. If you say, you got this, over and over on every run, you have a mantra. Listen in to see what having one is all about. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic, go ahead and share it. Do you have any running questions? You can ask me. Email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com and if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once a month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one -on -one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. 
So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will, of course, link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the run.